Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Elhamdülillahi Rabbil alemin. Ve salatu ve selamu ala şerefil enbiyeyi vel mursalin Muhammedu Resulullahi sallallahu aleyhi ve alihi ve sahbihi sallam. Teslimen kathiren kathiren. Fama ba'du. My brothers and sisters, we are on the story of Sayyidina Umar ibn al-Khattab radiyallahu anh. And I've been mentioning to you his, his uh, style of administration and how he was so conscientious about his duties and his responsibility as the Khalifa and how he would patrol in the night in Medina and what he saw and some stories related to that. Now one similar story <coughs> is one day he was going around and he saw a tent pitched outside the border of Medina and he heard the sound of a woman in pain from this tent and he saw a man st- sitting outside the tent and the man obviously looked very worried and distressed. <coughs> so Sayyidina Abba Radhalanu went to him and asked him what is going on. So the man said, who are you going? It's none of your business. So Sayyidina Abba said, no, no, tell me, I mean, I, I would like to help you. What is this noise from the inside the tent? This woman is crying and so on. And you are here. The man said, what to do? This is my wife. She is in labor and she is having difficulty. She is alone. I don't know what to do. And I'm a stranger here. We have no family. We have no support. So Sayyidina Amaradilana said to him, you wait. He went home. He said to his wife, Umm Kulthum, anha. Who is Umm Kulthum? Umm Kulthum radiallahu anha is the daughter of Ali bin Abi Talib and Fatima bin Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Right? How many of you know, you know the names of the, of the two sons, right? Hassan and Hussein, Ibn Ali radiallahu anha. How many of you know the names? Do you know that, he, that Ali bin Abi Talib radiallahu anha and his, and his wife Fatima bin Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam also had two daughters? We don't study our own history, so we don't know, right? They also had two daughters, Umm Kulthum and Zainab. Umm Kulthum was called Umm Kulthum. This was the kunia given to her by Rasulullah because she resembled her aunt. She resembled Umm Kulthum bint Muhammad, anha. Who was the? Who was she? She was the wife of who? Uthman bin Affan, anha. So this Umm Kulthum, anha, married Umar ibn al-Khattab, anha. Now, there are people who claim that there was enmity between Umar ibn al-Khattab and Ali bin Abi Talib. How do you have enmity? And then you give your daughter in marriage to the man. Similarly, they claim that there was enmity between Abu Bakr and Ali bin Abi Talib. This is on a side note, but since it's all... Uh, let me tell you that story. That story is that there was a lady, Sahabiya. Her name was Asma bin Tumais. She was married to the elder brother of Ali bin Abi Talib. Who is that? Jafar At-Tayyar. Jafar bin Abi Talib. Who was one of the generals in the battle of Mota. Now these two, Asma bin Tumais and Jafar, Jafar bin Abi Talib, their love for each other was famous. Asma bin Umayyis was also a poet. She used to write poetry. And she used to write this beautiful, fantastic poetry about her husband. 
and about her love for her husband. She was very famous for this. Now, Jafar got Shaheed, he became Shaheed in the Battle of Bhata. When her Iddat finished, who proposed marriage to her? Abu Bakr Siddiq And she married him. When she married Abu Bakr Siddiq Sayyidina Ali one day went to Abu Bakr Siddiq and said, Can I have permission to speak to your wife? Because she was his ex sister-in-law, right? She was married to her to his brother. He said, Can I have permission to speak to your wife? He said, Yes, speak to her. So he went to her, he asked her, What happened to all this poetry you used to write about your husband? <laughs> now, two day, two years later, Abu Bakr Siddiq passed away. Who married her? Ali bin Abi Talib. He married the wife of Abu Bakr Siddiq At that time, she had a son from Abu Bakr Siddiq His name was Muhammad bin Abi Bakr. Sayyidina Ali brought up Muhammad bin Abi Bakr in his house as his own son. So when people make these claims that Sayyidina Ali was the enemy of Abu Bakr and enemy of Umar, or they were enemies of each other, this is all false. This is all fabricated nonsense. The Sahaba, they loved each other more than we love our own blood brothers and sisters. They married people from each other because they wanted a connection with each other and a connection with Rasulullah Wasallam. All of these are connections because Abu Bakr and Umar عنهما, are the fathers-in-law of Rasulullah Ali and Uthman عنهما, are the sons-in-law and Sayyidina Ali is also his cousin. These are all connections. So anyway, to come back to the story. So Umar bin al-Khattab who came home he said to his wife, Umm Kulthum, he said, do you want to earn Jannah? She said, yes. He said, now this is the story. This is what is happening there. So get yourself ready to help this woman to deliver. So she got a pot and she got some water and she whatever she needed to cloths and whatnot. And he, Sayyidina, Ali, Sayyidina Umar bin al-Khattab got some meal, some barley meal and he got some fat and so on. And they went there. Now she went inside, the wife of the Khalifa. Imagine this is, think, just think about these things. You know, first of all, her, her, her own, this is the granddaughter of Rasulullah Wasallam. So that, that lineage of hers, there is no, you know, there, there's nothing superior to that. But even from a worldly sense, she is the wife of the Khalifa. She is the queen in, in modern terms. She is the queen. It's not as if they did not have people, they could not have told somebody, go help them or something. No. They had plenty of people. I mean, what was the problem? They, you, you think Sayyidina Umar didn't have somebody to say, go help these people, you know, do something for them. Oh, he could, he could have done that. That would be a good deed, Alhamdulillah. Nothing wrong with that if he did it. But this is the hirs, the greed for the mercy and the reward from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I want it because I want to do it for myself. I will not give it to somebody else. So she went inside and she is helping this lady in her delivery. Sayyidina Umar Radilanu, he lighted some fire and he put this pot on this thing and he started making some bread and so on. He started cooking some food. And by the time the food got ready, his wife from inside the tent, she said, Amirul Mumineen, tell your friend that he has a son. That is when this man realized who this person is. He did not know. He's a stranger. He said, you are the Amir Mumin? He said, yes. 
She said, yeah, your, your friend, tell your friend he has a son. Imagine what kind of people are these. As-sabiqoon, al-abbaloon, min al-muhajirin, wal-ansar. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said this. The best of the best. Not because of any external factors, but because of their taqwa. Because of their love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because of their love for Rasulullah sallallahu Expressed by following the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa This is not simply claiming to have the love. No. It is to do what he used to do. It is to emulate his behavior, emulate his actions. And obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of their ability. Sayyidina Umar bin al-Khattab also a very humble man. Despite the fact that he had all this power and so on. Very humble. <clears throat> and very quick to correct himself and to take correction from anybody. Anybody. One day he was given a khutbah. And there was a trend in those days where people would marry and they would give a huge mahar and they would boast about it. And they would say, I gave this much of mahar. I gave 100,000 dinar. I gave this, I gave this. So Sayyidina Umar, see any kind of, I mean, giving a good mahar is a good thing, nothing wrong with that. But to make that into some kind of competition and, you know, be boasting and so on is not a good thing. So Sayyidina Umar gave this khutbah and in this khutbah he was saying that, look, it is not a good thing. Don't give this big mahar and, and make us both. One woman stood up in the back. One old lady stood up in the back. She said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, even if you give a qintar of, you know, of, of wealth, which is a huge quantity of wealth. You can give if you if that is your capability, you can give this and don't take it back. Now this is happening in a Juma in the middle of the khutbah. Can you believe this? What does Sayyidina Umar, what does he do? Does he tell the woman, look, you have no adab, sit down? No. He said, the woman is right, Umar is wrong. Public. The woman is right, Umar is wrong. Another time, Sayyidina Umar, there was a man who was making dua. He said, Ya Allah, make me among the khalil. Ya Allah, make me among the khalil. Make me among the few. Right? Sayyidina Umar stopped him. He said, what, what dua is this? Who told, you, who told you to make this dua? Where did you learn this dua from? The man said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Khalil lamma tashkurun. Thullatum min al-awaleen. Wa khalilum min al-akhirin. Huh? And so on and so on. In many places, all the about good things and good people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, only a few are like that. Only a few. So I'm asking Allah, make me among the few. Sayyidina Umar said, Subhanallah, everyone in this place knows the deen better than Umar. He's telling himself. He said, everyone knows the deen better than Umar. Huh? And who is, is, is that, is that even true? No. But this is his humility, his humbleness. Who is Umar Radhalano? He is the one about whom Rasulullah said, when Umar walks down a street, if there is shaitan on the other, from, coming from the other side, he will run away. He is the one about whom Rasulullah said, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had kept nubuwwat after me, Umar would have been the Nabi after me. Radhalano. He is the one about whom Rasulullah said to the woman, she came, Ya Rasulullah, 
I have this question. He said, come tomorrow. He said, if you are not there, he said, ask Abu Bakr. If he is not there, ask Omar. This person is saying about himself, everyone knows the deen. And he's not being sarcastic. He's not, he's really seriously he's saying, everyone knows the deen better than Omar. This is the kind of humbleness and humility he had. Final one before I end. He used to make dua. He said, Ya Allah, give me shahada. Yeah, give me death as a shaheed. So his daughter, Ummuna Hafsa bint Umar ibn al-Khattab radiallahu anha, she said to him one day, how do you make this dua? Ya Allah, give me shahada. You are in Medina. This is the safest place in the world. If you want shahada, you must go to Sham and you must go to, uh, you know, Iraq and so on, where the, where the battles are being fought. You are in Medina. How will you get shahada here? Sayyidina Umar said, my job is to ask Allah. How Allah does is Allah's issue. He will do. If he accepts the dua, he will do it. And as we know, there was that man, Mal'oon. And he came and he stabbed Sayyidina Omar and he stabbed 11 other people. So now Sayyidina Omar, he has this huge wound in his belly. And they said if he drank water, water would come out. So it, it, was, it was a fatal wound. He says to his son, Abdullah ibn Omar, he says, take me outside. And in the yard, he said, put me on the ground, on the, on the sand. Lay me down on the ground in the sand. His father said, yeah, how do you do, how can I do this? I mean, you want, you want me to just throw you on the ground like this on the sand? He said, yes, put me on the ground in the sand. He said, why? Why? For what? He said, so that my Rabb Jalla Jalaluhu will have mercy on me. He will see Omar is lying in the mud like this. He will have mercy on me and he will forgive me. This is my hope. So put me down on the ground in the sand. This is Umar ibn al-Khattab. Who is one of the Asharu Mubashara. He is the one who has been given the Bashara of Jannah by Nabi The lesson for me and you, I remind myself and you, brothers and sisters, is always, always, always to have humility. Always to have humbleness. Right? There is nobody in the world who has knowledge or who has amal, who has anything which is worthy of presenting before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as a matter of right to say, this is mine, Ya Rab, take this and give me a reward. None of us, nobody has. Anybody who thinks he has, he's sitting in the lap of shaitan. Nobody has. We are fuqara. And I didn't say that, Allah said it. Ya yunnasu, antumul fuqara ilallah. We are fakir, we have nothing. We beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. What we do, if it is good, this is because of the tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's not nothing to do with us. If I do something good, it is because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided me to do that. So what do we do? We do whatever we can do. We make a lot of istighfar. We beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept it from us. And inshallah, we also have the confidence to know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promised to forgive sin. So inshallah, he will forgive. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to cover us with his mercy. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu to be the controller of our tongues and of our actions and of our hearts. So that we, our hearts and our tongues and our actions never do anything which is contrary to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us majboor in his obedience and to take away our ikhtiyar, to take away the, 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 the 
choice that he has given us and say allah do, i don't want this choice make me do only that which is pleasing to you we ask allah for this. alhamdulillah allah, allah gives choice allah i mean ya rab sallallahu alaihi wa sallam wa alihi wa sahbihi wa sallam